Hello everyone, you are listening to Separation to Oneness, and I welcome you. I'm Nikki Hughes, and we will delve into the profound subjects of life, love, and spirituality. We are going to investigate and reveal how to live from that limitless reservoir of happiness, care, and resilience. And then once there, how we can allow ourselves to move into the space of bliss, the connection to everything. And that's what I call oneness. And so to find out more about my work, please visit my website. I am at elementalbalance.ca. I really hope you enjoy this episode, and if you feel it's valuable, I ask that you would kindly share it with someone who's important to you. Well, hello, everyone. I'm so excited to have a very special healer and guest with us today, Melissa Johannes. Uh, Melissa runs Hertz Health, which is H-E-R-T-Z, which supports people to take accountability for their health. And in doing that, they radically transform their future. Doesn't that sound amazing? I just can't wait to dig into this with Melissa. So a little bit about Melissa. Her formal background is as a doctor of chiropractic medicine. Um, She is an advanced holistic medicine and energy therapy self-care practitioner, an ECM natural health care practitioner, biomeridian electrodermal assessment practitioner, and she has her bachelor's in biology. So Melissa has a great um, science background here. So she uses a blend of her formal background and education with natural law, which we're going to talk about, quantum physics, we're going to talk about that too, and to help bring awareness to shift energy through the blocks that represent as symptoms, disease, or illness. Her passion is about helping those who've been sold a story of helplessness in their suffering. Um, She works best with people who've been told there's no cure or solution, pardon me, and focuses on getting her clients off of life-dependent medications and therapies and returning them to their own health sovereignty. Doesn't that sound great? And so, Melissa, welcome, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's so (laughs) wonderful. Um, And so you have quite a diverse background. It sounds like you do some really incredible work. Um, You've spanned science and the mystical, doing a little bit of both. I can't wait to hear about the blend of this. Um, You have this solid and deep scientific background that sort of moved into sort of energy work. Mm -hmm. So maybe you could tell me, I'm really curious about how that journey unfolded for you (laughs) um, into energy and sort of quantum physics from this really solid scientific background. Absolutely. Um, So I I started off my educational career, I guess, um, just doing a bachelor's of science in biology at Trent University. I always love science. Um, I just get completely fascinated with how nature works and how with humans work. And I've always seen the human body as this puzzle. (laughs) And there's got to be a way to make the puzzle pieces work. And um, I think that you can attest to this in this current society that we're in right now. Um, You know, Western medicine or whatever type of medicine is out there likes to make it believe that we're missing pieces of the puzzle. 
Mm-hmm. And I just never understood it. I didn't understand how I could look outside and see animals just thriving, yet humans were sick. It just never made sense to me. So um, as I progressed in my university career, I went from more of the animal and nature biologics into the human. And um, I, I definitely knew there was more school coming. I actually had a childhood interest in becoming a dentist, but that became a really boring thought throughout my (laughs) university career when I was exposed to the reality of what that might look like for me. So I thought um, I would take the opportunity, take my knowledge and skill set to um, become a chiropractor and take over a family practice, or, or so I thought. So I went and I did uh, my doctor of chiropractic. I I loved, love, love delivering adjustments. Um, you know, the thing about chiropractic that I love and that made sense to me was that we all have this innate intelligence within us, this healing force that is with us no matter what. You know, it's with us from the second we get a paper cut and it's working all day long, every day. And so that was the principle of chiropractic that I thought that I was really going to school for and I was going to be helping people heal, you know, one adjustment at a time. Um, But then halfway through my chiropractic education, I, you know, had my own healing crisis. (laughs) So I was, um, you know, experiencing all sorts of symptoms and I was eventually diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Mm. And so then I had to get through school with managing my own. But what I found was that I became very lonely. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand how nobody in my program, none of my professors, nobody was able to help me. And I thought that that was what I was going to school for. So anyways, I made it through the years, you know, um, just kind of suffering through my illness and things were progressively getting worse. And then the pandemic hit. So the pandemic really shaped um, a lot of changes in my life. It gave me an opportunity to sit and actually focus on the healing that my body was telling me to focus on. Um, And in that, there was a whole lot of complications with completing my chiropractic licensing and restrictions with the pandemic. And uh, naturally, I had to just leave that behind um, for the time being. And in that, I had explored into holistic medicine. And I was able to apply these principles and concepts directly to my life. And this is where I started actually feeling like I was healing. (laughs) I was able to uh, do things that I hadn't been able to do in years. I was able to feel sensations in my body that I hadn't felt in years. Um, My symptoms were radically reducing. And I thought, this is what I meant to do. I mean, I always knew that within the scope of chiropractic, I wanted to be more. I never wanted to have to send out my patients to another doctor just to get a prescription. Um, I was always very invested in getting to the root cause of any client that I had. 
so I continued and I uh, decided to pursue holistic medicine and I found um, an incredible practitioner who was healing all sorts of things from cancer to AIDS to autism and I was just jaw dropped. Um, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing and I, I had to have it. I had to pursue that because that was really, you know, a goal from a very young age was to help people heal. So I continued on and I spent about two years in uh, studying holistic medicine, energy medicine, frequency medicine. And, um, you know, what I came to experience through that is these entities that I just listed are very, very powerful, but they can be used as a tool and a very, very good business as well. And although I was seeing people being healed from the extraordinary, they were coming back with the same problems or different problems. So it seemed that there was very good business in a revolving door around mm -hmm. manipulating, you know, um, the body through energy and frequency medicine. And I unfortunately had to um, detach myself from that practitioner because, you know, there was a lot of behind the side, behind the scenes things that were not sitting well with me and what I knew to be true about the human body and healing. So that's where Hertz Health was born out of. Um, I had to kind of step out on my own. And at this point, I'll be honest, I didn't know what I was doing starting a business. I had just spent 10 years in the educational cool. system learning about health and healing. And I think I had one class on business that was a silly online module that taught me radically nothing. Um, <laughs> so I was, you know, all I knew that when I started Hertz Health is that I know a lot about healing. I've experienced it and lived it in myself. And I'm sure I could help others because, you know, mm. I had honestly always been kind of that person that people would come to for health or healing or whatever. And I'm helping people just get on their way with their lives. So that's where I started. And it was um, pretty scary to step out into the world um, and do that. But um, with every client that came to me and with every little note of progress um, and, you know, some just transformational stories, you know, I knew I was on the right path. And now just being a year in business, I've been able to clarify that and make it even more true um, in helping people to truly heal themselves. So I hope that gives you the background that you were Great. looking for. Yeah. And you're helping people heal at the very deepest root level, right? And that's sort of I would say the secret sauce is yeah. you're going to the root cause and you're actually doing things in a way that are um, impacting the frequency, which never gets looked at in Western medicine, Western medicine, you get a body part, but you yes. know, we're not, we're so much more than a body part. We're all connected. It's all, it all, it's all connected and it all matters. Right. And that's the holistic side of things. So Hertz health being h-e-r-t-z hertz is all about frequency right we run at mm -hmm. different hertz levels 
So, um, yeah, I wrote a little bit about frequency in my book, Radical Self-Love, just to touch on it. So what, what is Hertz Health in the way that you do it? And how does it work? And I guess, why, how did you end up looking at sort of that whole frequency and frequency medicine? I actually haven't heard of that. So that's really fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was, uh, when I was being trained alongside this practitioner learning about energy and frequency medicine. Right. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard about uh, Dr. Royal May- Raymond Rife. No, I have not. No. no. Okay. So <clears throat> he was a very early pioneer of uh, frequency medicine. Mm-hmm. And um, he was able to discover, you know, different frequencies for different tissues in the body. Um, okay and or pathogens and so he was doing you know a study um on cancer cells and he was able to target target the cancer cells with a frequency and leave the healthy cells untouched Mm. so he applied this to a study and had stage four cancer clients come in and um you know i believe within 60 days of the study all of the stage four cancer clients were completely cleared of the cancer. And within the 10, yeah, within the other 10%, everybody did manage, you know, to be cleared of their cancer. Mm -hmm. Well, what happened after that, the American Medical Association came in, destroyed his lab, destroyed his work. Mm. Um, But I happened to be one of the um, individuals who was able to find somebody who is still carrying on his work. That's great. So we were working with uh, rife frequency machines um, to uh, bring about those frequencies into the body to help um, the healing process. Um, but what I learned through all of that and watching people come back time and time again, um, because either symptoms had relapsed or whatever, um, we can manipulate the body with any sort of frequency device, supplement, medication, that's manipulating the body, but it doesn't mean that it's true. So my mission with Hertz Health was to have people bring about the frequency of the life that they are, their body is demanding from them, but by being that frequency and embodying it and not having to go to all of these outsourced ways of getting that frequency. Because in my own healing journey, I did that, you know, right. I went through the medications, I went through all of the supplements. And when I say all the supplements, I mean the whole bag. <laughs> and, you know, did I have resolution of symptoms within that? Yes. But what happened when I came right off of the supplements, everything crumbled back down, you know, into a state of disease again. So I wasn't actually making the true changes in my life that my body was asking me for. I was just putting a pill or a supplement or um, or whatever it was on the problem. Right. So um, I really wanted to run far away from manipulation-based medicine. And I think that that's any type of medicine that involves you having to go for those tools. Um but I do recognize that there are a lot of powerful tools out there that we can use to help 
support the healing, but not to be mistaken that it's required to do so. The right. way that I see the body is the body is always healing, um, no matter what. And any symptom, um, disease, or condition that we have is a healing response. That's the body's trying to respond to you and let you know there are changes that need to be made. So when I have clients come to work with me, um, I think one of my spiritual gifts is kind of being able to see that person the highest potential that they could be in. And when they come to me with their story and their symptoms, I'm able to piece together parts of the puzzle that they have been missing. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to give them guidance and a way to try something new, try something differently, um, and give them the power back in their own hands instead of having to chase around to the 10 doctors that they're working with. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm bringing people back to themselves. Right. Um, we only get to know our bodies well enough when we listen to them, <laughs> not when we listen to everybody else yeah. who thinks that they know us. Um, so uh, that's really my mission within Hertz Health is not to use a, a frequency device or anything, but it's to embody changing the frequency of your life to bring out the frequency that what you want. And, um, you know, I can only say it because I, I went through that myself. <laughs> you, you can chase and you can chase, but you just have to be at one point or another. And it's, it's in the being and in the acceptance where you can see the little notes to change. And when you make the changes and you truly do them, you don't just try them for two days and then right. give up on things, which a lot of people get stuck in that cycle. Yes. Um, then your body actually has a chance to rewrite these patterns and rewrite the stories that you've been telling yourself over decades um, upon decades. And um, so I just really try and do that for my clients. And within that, um, a lot of them take it and they just run with it. <laughs> That's and great. when they have this little glimmer of hope, um, they can tend to see the world from a totally different angle. Um, so when we get back to those questions that you might ask me at the end, I'll tie that all in. Well, and some of it too is you've given them not just hope, but empowerment because yeah. they're doing it themselves. They're not looking for an external source, which is all about opening yourself up to yourself because we are so powerful inside of ourselves. We don't even know how powerful we are, right? Because we're so exactly. disconnected. And that's a big thing that I, I loved what you said about being able to be connected in with the body, because I think that a lot of people, I'd say a huge amount of people are very disconnected from our bodies. We're so much in our mind that we are not even considering that our body is, uh, you know, it's an organism that's there to help us and support us and is giving us messages all the time. And so what do you think about the the disconnection? Do you see some of that shifting? Um, people being, becoming more connected to themselves and their bodies and sort of coming back to that integration point where we were all, the, the, the various parts of us are all working together. You can't exclude one completely. It's going to start you know, rearing up to get your attention, so to speak. What do you think yeah. about that? 
what I see is um, there is a slow reconnection happening. I'm seeing it. I'm feeling it. Um, but what I am seeing is a massive duality. And okay. the duality that I'm speaking of is people in their first reality, which is the here and the now and the in the physical. And then we've got this other reality, you know, with these devices. Oh, yes. Our virtual and world. <laughs> the virtual world. And what we are all forgetting is what happens in that virtual world, although, you know, it might be true to whatever happened in that time and space. Mm -hmm. We've all attached ourselves to it. And we all live this dual reality. So when we spend such massive copious amounts of time in that virtual world, we can start to become disconnected from oh, ourselves. Yeah. We can yeah. start to believe and think that our reality is based off of this virtual world. And I can't even mention how many times I've seen it in my practice where um, anxiety, stress, and depression are just due to this massive disconnection due to this virtual reality that we live in. And it's the more present we become in that virtual reality, the more disconnected we come in our own reality. Right. So. And, you know, that's part of the one of the big things is to come back to yourself, you have to disconnect from what's keeping you disconnected. Sometimes. Right. There's an awareness that has to happen. And just for the people who aren't seeing us on the video, we were talking about the phone, right? The yes, email. sorry. It's okay. I totally <laughs> forgot to mention that too. So we're talking about the phone and just being so connected into sort of all of the internet, social media stuff, whatever that is, um, it's interesting. And we think, we actually think we're connecting because we're having these connections with others, um, but we're actually disconnecting from who we are mm -hmm. when we're in that. It's what I'm hearing you say. That's that virtual reality yes. piece. And but so, the, sorry. Sorry. The bright side of it is that we have a beautiful opportunity to connect mm -hmm. and get the word out like this. Yeah. And that's what I'm seeing more of. But I think it's also because I made the choice to only allow that into my world. Yeah. So, yeah, for the listeners out there, you know, just be very mindful about what you're welcoming into your virtual reality and whether yeah. it's serving you in a positive way or not. Yeah. And I'd also even go a step further and say, look at the balance that you have in your life. If you're spending... Mm -hmm you know, 10 hours a day or six hours a day on your screen, perhaps that's the way you work, but how can you balance that with being present in your body and in your life? Because that's where life happens, right? Is in that present moment. So yeah, that's great. Now you talk about on your, on your, in your bio, you talk about um, quantum physics and I know that's a really huge and complicated subject that we can't get into too much detail on that now, but is, are you able to simplify it here so that I can understand it um, mm -hmm. and our listeners can understand um, sort of what you mean by how you use quantum physics and the important of it, the importance of it in the role of healing at that Hertz level? How would, mm -hmm. how do you describe it to your clients? it's a you know it's I often describe it without talking about it oh, okay. <laughs> I talk about it in the little examples that I can pull from their life um okay. but you know um if we talk about quantum entanglement and it's mm -hmm. this this theory and connected connectedness and oneness 
and you know if everything is connected in this reality that we live in then there has to be a reason or a cause or effect to everything mm-hmm. and um when we can realize that there is a cause or effect um you know happening within us for us <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's not happening to us to hop out of the victim mindset. Everything's happening for us. Um, then we can start to really embody those changes and have the shifts happen that we're looking to make happen. But if we are just living in this reality where we're like, oh, gosh, you know, this has just happened to me. My life is terrible. There's nothing I can do about it. You know, we're playing in this victim mindset that doesn't, you know, um, what would I say, um, embody or doesn't leverage off of mm-hmm. the quantum entanglement that we have here to play with I mean that this is life and it's not selective for some individuals and not others right it's available to us all mm-hmm. um but unfortunately I think the powers that be have done a very good job at hiding these you know truths from us and with that they become more um privileged they get more money in their pockets um well we still have people suffering here yes Uh, so i hope that break broke that down into some english yeah yeah it does and so the way i'm seeing it then quantum entanglement is how we're all connected Mm -hmm. but it's also about where we go through those connections right because yes. there's a quantum field and for every choice we make we step into a whole different quantum field and so i sort of see that that quantum healing is about the choices that you make to either elevate yourself up again through frequency to a higher playing field yes. each time every choice you make and every time you are being aware of frequency you are moving yourself up to a higher playing field which is where the healing happens, right? Every level is a new level of healing and a new level of clarity in the body. Exactly. That that sort of cover it. That's got it. Of (laughs) sort of what the quantum field is about the choices you make. Yes. You're moving yourself to a different level, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you've got to be willing to look at those choices. Yeah. Yeah. Which can be a very uncomfortable thing for some people. Because if you've been bumping along in your life, thinking that life is doing things to you and like, oh Mm -hmm. yeah, I have no choice, that that whole victim thing you talked about, then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden having to take responsible responsibility and being aware and saying, yeah, okay, I'm going to do this differently. That takes some courage. It It does courage. It can be like a huge wake up call in the brain. Like, wow, I'm, I'm responsible for this, you know, but that's the wake up isn't it? That's the wake up to who you are. And sometimes it takes that, that, that moment, like you had your healing crisis to shake you and wake you, right? Yeah. And, you know, and then I can share even deeper when Mm -hmm. I, when I learned about, you know, the metaphysical meaning to the condition that I was labeled, right? I had never read anything so accurate in my life (laughs) and talk about taking responsibility and accountability. 
that was my wake up call. Like, wow, every single choice that I made left me or led me to this point of disease. Right. Now I know that every single choice that I make from here on out is my responsibility to get me out of this disease. Yeah. And into health. Yes. Into health. And, you know, it's just fascinating how beautiful source created our body whether you believe Mm -hmm. god or universe whatever it is the body is the most intelligent thing i mean science doesn't even begin to truly measure what the body's capacity is and even the science that is there is greatly tampered with um, and has all sorts of restrictions that don't even meet up into this life i mean I digested a lot of research in my time (laughs) and none of it is natural. None of it is actually, you know, set up as just natural living. It's all these very specified lab requirements, um, studies of certain populations and whatnot that Mm -hmm. really don't represent true life. Right. And every organism, each one of us is uniquely different too. We're going to respond not just a cookie cutter thing we're all a composite of all the things we've been through all the things we've put in our bodies and we also are our own you know the dna we're all just very very different even though we're all humans and so we're going to react to different things differently right absolutely healing but through her, through your hurts through your frequency yeah. we all have the ability the internal ability to come back to health right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about beliefs because i know i do a lot of work with beliefs with folks being a hypnotherapist yes. and i know that if you can <clears throat> pardon me if you can believe it then you can achieve it i know that right and yes. so um i do a lot of work with beliefs uh and i know that they're held in the unconscious or subconscious mind and really and our conscious mind is just constantly reacting to the programming so how do the beliefs work in the work that you do and how do you work with them with the people that you see mm-hmm. um well i always start off um any interaction with a client through Um, kind of an introduction call or a discovery call because I got to see where the beliefs are of the person who wants to work with me because um, there are some people who just will never change their beliefs (laughs) Um, and so um, I don't have to protect myself but I just don't I'm not about wasting time or money for anybody Mm. Um, so I always um, through that call and then through my intake information I get a really good sense of where that person's beliefs lie within their healing and within their life um, with everything that's going on and then we dive deeper into that in session um, depending on the session that we do and um, we got to pull out those stark beliefs that have just not been serving us and in a lot of ways they can actually actually counter react all of the work that we've been doing we just didn't realize it and in my journey it was like I held this belief that I was given this incurable condition Mm -hmm. I was going to have to be on medication for the rest of my life I was never going to see improvement I mean To think that I could heal while I was simultaneously holding that belief within myself, 
I don't know what I was doing. I I don't I wish somebody would have taken my head and give it a shake. <laughs> but you so, didn't have but you didn't have the awareness at that point that that I belief was running the because they're subconscious, you know? And you yeah. also we are hearing the we are getting suggestions from the medical um field as well all the time about you're never going to heal or you're going to have this for the rest of your life. I remember being in a, in a, with my daughter in one of her appointments when she was a teenager dealing with a mental health condition. And the doctor turned her and said, well, I want you to know that you're going to be dealing with this for the rest of your life. And I just about lost it because it's like, please do not give her that suggestion because she's vulnerable. Her unconscious mind is wide open and she's taking it in. And now she's going to be dealing with that for the rest of her life. Right. So because our doctors and our medical folks are um, our authority, we tend to believe the authority, right? So did you have that with your experience too, that I have an incurable disease? You must've heard that from somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and um, it was, I, I can't believe I accepted a piece of information as such from, you know, a gastroenterologist with many, many letters and diplomas and certificates. And I accepted that as my truth. Right. <laughs> I just can't, I look back and I see how many nights I went to bed crying, you know, how many days I just spent completely like hopeless. It was no wonder, um, you know, it took me a, a quite a long while to get things really shifted in my body. But, you know, it wasn't until you kind of hit rock bottom and then you say enough is enough. Like, right. This is not my label to hold. This yeah. is um, this was somebody else's picture for me um, or mm -hmm. the words or the labels, whatever they want to use. Um, but it's not my truth. And we have the ability to choose our truth every day. And in that ability to choose is your ability to heal. Mm -hmm. And so that's really what I'm trying to emanate with Hertz Health. And even down to the symbol that I use, you know, in my logo, that is the Taurus. And that is the energy mm -hmm. field that surrounds yes. us. And um, when that is in perfect alignment, well, not a perfect alignment, sorry, I'll <laughs> repeat that. When that's, you know, in harmony, then we have a state of good health. Right. Um, and so even just the power of symbology and uh, looking at symbols can be so powerful mm -hmm. um, to our inner conscious and uh, knowing. Exactly. And mm -hmm. so when you work with somebody, let's say you have someone you've just done an intake maybe they have cancer or something. And um, you're looking at their belief systems. You said you pull out those deep, dark ones. How do you work with them? Is there, is there an exercise that you do with them to help them shift their beliefs? And would you be willing to share a little one yeah. with your audience to see, you know, what beliefs do you hold about your health? Absolutely. Um, I would, I like to get people, you know, just be sitting <laughs> and I just want people to, um, when we come upon a belief, so, um, you know, my body could, uh, my body isn't going to heal. Let's just think about that. I ask my clients to tell me how that feels in their body. Mm -hmm. A lot of them get a lot of, uh, kind of upset tummy or maybe some like restriction around the throat or maybe their heart starts mm -hmm. to thump or you know feel a little dull 
And um, then I, I flip the script for them. So I'm like, um, my body is able to heal. My body is a wellness making machine. And mm -hmm. then I'm like, how does that feel in your body now? And they're buzzing. Like they're just buzzing. They're vibrant. You can even see the tonality and I can kind of see the energy just completely shift. And I'm like, that's where the truth is. <laughs> right. When you can feel that shift and that shift is a positive one, that's where your truth is. You should go with that. Um, and so that is just a micro tool that I give to people. It's like, whoa, 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 you're having a bad day. Let's think about what you're really telling yourself. And is it true? Or is it based off of something that someone told you or the fight you got in with your spouse and they're projecting their stuff onto right. you? You know, it's got to be about you always. And I've reflected a lot on my journey and what I realized that a lot of the things that I thought other people were doing wrong around me or to me were really just projections of my own inner wounds that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we have all, we all have, and we're all working on all the time, mm -hmm. but it's, it's to take that gaze outwards and turn it inwards and have that self-dialogue with yourself. There's nothing that can stop you from having that inner dialogue. Nobody could ever take that from you. Um, but I think every person that might be listening to this podcast might know how it feels within themselves to do something against their own will or mm -hmm. to do something against their own wish. And when that happens time and time again, our bodies have no other choice but to show us the untrue that we've been living. And it's in that untrue that we've been living where the symptoms, illness, and disease come in as right. a warning signal to get you back on your path. Mm -hmm. um, and the body never stops. It never gives up on you um, unless you choose to give up on it. And it's that whole mind-body relationship, like, wow, how powerful. We have these computers up here that are telling this what to do. And if you can maximize that connection to its potential, like, game over, mic drop. You know, you can yeah. do anything that you want within your body and your life, but it takes you being aware and it takes you sometimes being annoyingly aware yeah you know, I, I think on my darkest, aware yeah, yeah uncomfortably aware and it's like you're sitting in there and you're like super uncomfortable and you're like you just want out <laughs> but you have to move it through um and it's uh not to just avoid life we we can't just avoid it and package it and um, smoke it away or drink it away or whatever you've got to feel it to be able to heal it exactly and it's um it can be very transformational when you allow the feelings to come in and you can tell yourself that it's not a forever thing just okay. you have to let it come pass through and you have the ability to alchemize it to the tune of the frequency that you wish to kind of leave with um so yeah and so how how would somebody know about the frequency that they want to lead with because i know we're not we, we're not trained or mm -hmm. 
uh, know about how the frequencies work in the body. And I know that you can have different frequencies for different things in the body as well. So how would someone know um, how to lift their frequency, how to change their frequency? Maybe you could give us, give me a little example of how to do that mm -hmm. as well. That would be really great. Cause I know I use sound therapy, like I'm a sound yeah. healer. So sound is a way to shift, but like you said, it's probably just, uh, it may not be a permanent thing, right? Yeah. So how, um, how would you do that? I, I like to stay away from technical numbers and everything yeah, like okay, that, yeah. <laughs> although we can, but um, what I truly like to just give people um, as a mini thing is you imagine you as a battery, okay? okay. You, you wake up each day with your full charge and you've got to decide what's giving your battery energy and what's draining it. Mm -hmm. So um you know from a logical standpoint if we had a battery that was leaking let's just say we had a battery right. that was leaking the first thing that we would probably want to do is stop the leak before we start concerning ourselves with how to fill the battery right mm -hmm. so the same thing in my clients work um i i take the little energy leaks that they've provided to me through our session together and then we've got to tune those up so that we don't have that leakage happening. Right. And even just with that, we get, you know, a much higher frequency because we're no longer letting those things just deplete us. Mm -hmm. But now we've got to fill us again. We've got to, you know, recharge the battery. So what are we going to do? Well, now we start living our life for us. Now we start mm. creating the life that we want to really fix what we desire. Um, and it's in that desire um, that it doesn't have to be complicated when we think about frequency. If you can imagine right. the life that you want to live, you just know that's like a high vibe thing. That is just this there feels for good. you. It's Again, there for your taking. Yeah. It's like it's like you said earlier, you have to feel it to heal it, but you actually use your feeling to know what feels good. It's pretty base, seems basic, yeah. not always easy to do. If it feels good, do more of that. If it doesn't feel good, do less of that, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, and, yeah, and that's what, what feels simple. good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's what feels good what fills you up and mm -hmm. it's being honest about the things that drag you down because the subconscious is very um intelligent and in holding on to what we've known for a long time all about patterns all about patterns and to break those patterns sometimes it takes wow it takes a lot yeah and to come out of those dark places and to get really honest with yourself and decide to leave those behind, give yourself a hug, give yourself a pat on the back, because it's not easy. The human mind is very intelligent mm -hmm. in, its, in its patterns and the way that it likes to wire the, you know, the thoughts that wire together, fire together in the neuronal networks. Right. And so you're, you have to give yourself some grace in mm -hmm. your healing. And you have to recognize that your body has adapted to the way that you've been living and it's created literal neural networks and tissues and everything in your body to support that way of life. So for you to change how you're feeling, for you to change your life, you've got to change those neural networks. And that's going to take work. 
that's like like renovating a home you know you got to break down all the structures you got to decide what you want to go on the wall next you got to decide maybe you want a new sink in the bathroom whatever it is but all of that takes work so Mm -hmm. it's not a matter of um just manifesting and I'm sure that you've seen this in your world where manifestation and meditation and hypnosis um can sometimes be a little bit of a divide for people because they're not doing the actions that need to accompany those mindset things yeah Mm -hmm. there's there's a little more to it I mean there's you can use those tools to help move the blocks out, but then you do have to build what is it that you want, right? You have to know what you want. You got to start focusing on those positive things that sort of, I call them your positive qualities, you know, (laughs) and what do you want out of your life, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that's really, really important, Uh, especially because the goal here is to get well, is to remove whether there's energetic blocks, whether it's physical blocks in the body through illness, disease, that you can open yourself back up to sort of who you are and where you want to go. And that can lead you into a place of bliss. And I know, I know it's probably really hard for somebody who's going through stage four cancer treatment right now to think about being in bliss and how to get there, but recognizing that it's a journey mm-hmm. and that um, you have the power within you to make that some positives in there. So for someone who's going through something quite difficult like that, what would you suggest to start um, the the process of, I guess, feeling better so that they can access some of those better feelings? What would you mm. suggest? Do you have suggestions for that? Yeah, you've, you've got to accept where you are first. Okay. Um, <laughs> we've got to get out of this Um, disconnect of you know it's beautiful to think about what life can be but Mm -hmm. we've got to realize what life is and when you can just accept that you are where you are and that you can wake up tomorrow and have a completely different day I Mm -hmm. mean Carolyn Miss has this one line and it's like this day will never come again you only have this day Mm -hmm. and you have every moment in that day to choose differently so when you're feeling like your whole life is against you I want you to just turn that thought around and say Mm -hmm. how is life working for me what is for me in this journey that Mm -hmm. I have yet to realize what could be working in my favor that I haven't opened my eyes to yet. And it's when we just take that negative space that we're in and we start to put a beautiful lens on it, then we start to positively see our way out of these things. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be pretty darn hard to heal um, when we're in that dark negative space and we don't see the light out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, anybody who's ever sat in a hospital bed can attest to this. The mind doesn't turn off. You might be totally, um, you know, stuck to that hospital bed, but the mind's still going. And if you could at least just work with your beautiful mind in every positive way that you know how, you know, that will 
downstream have a lot of positive effects for your physiology and mm -hmm. that's all you need to start with and yeah. then you know if you get working with uh, somebody who really knows how to connect the dots with the mind and the body and the spirit mm -hmm. you know then you're gonna you're gonna just you're gonna go in that direction the body is always for you um even with the the cancer label or whatever there's beauty in that and um, even though the society has created individual labels for individual diseases or conditions the body doesn't truly know which condition is worse quote-unquote than the other but you know who does know is big pharma big mm -hmm. pharma knows how to profit off of the labels mm -hmm. they know how to take the sad and suffering person and profit off of that, which is so sad, you know, in, in my work. And that's why the first thing that I do when I work with a person um, such as that is I remove the label. We've got to get rid of the self-identity to that right. condition or disease mm -hmm. um, because I realized I was owning that label in my journey. And if, as long as I was attaching myself to that label, I was going to be that label. <laughs> right. And it also and, sets you up for feeling like you're broken. Exactly. You're actually not broken. Exactly. You know? or, so that's you are, where I would start. For healing. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And so the goal is always to get to that place of oneness and bliss. And that mm -hmm. is always your goal for your clients, right? Yeah. So is there, is there, um, I know gratitude is, is something that I talk to my clients about, uh, in terms of mo helping move yourself. Cause it's one of the highest frequencies that and love, um, is there a daily practice that people can do to help them? Is it a, would you say gratitude's part of that? Or what do you, what do you offer to your clients? It's, very client specific based off okay. of the client and um, what life they live in and what they're willing to do. But um, I, I would probably say the biggest, most impactful thing you could do is just when you wake up in the morning, thank, thank the day for being here. Thank nice. yourself for having the opportunity to even breathe mm -hmm. and wake up and get out of bed. Um, because that's a great way to start the day. I remember so many days of my journey where I woke up and I just cried and I put the covers right back over my <laughs> head. I mean, what way is that to wake up? <laughs> but I had to go through that to get to where I am now. Um, so just try waking up each day yeah. and giving a little practice of gratitude. And mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be this big old grandiose things in front exactly. of a mirror doing affirmations. It mm -hmm. really can be so short and sweet. And um, when you start the day on that little note, your brain's going to look for more of the good. So that's right. And I think too, thanking the body is a good practice to do too, right? Yeah. Because look at what we put our bodies through. If and you're you know, still here. Bodies, we don't get much, they don't get much acknowledgement, right? Because there's a yeah. lot of, a lot of issues people have with body, body image, et cetera. So if you can start focusing on just saying thank you to yeah. your body, because your body is a miracle. It's yeah. an absolute miracle that you're here and you're never guaranteed any moment than the moment that you're in, in terms of being here. So 
yeah. The, you know, connecting to that sense of gratitude for just being here in this present moment is amazing. And it can it, shift a lot. It does. And you know what, on that point of shifting a lot, I think that was the biggest part of my journey with my symptoms is when I went from looking in the toilet and seeing blood yes. <laughs> every day yeah. and I was scared out of my horn. <laughs> and then the next day I just said, thank you, body. Thank you for doing this for me because I know it's my body's way of protecting me in somehow, mm -hmm. shape or form. I might've not understood it all at once, but yeah. it, it was that. And from that, that day forward, my symptoms drastically reduced mm -hmm. and I got a lot more um, leeway a lot faster in my healing when I became grateful for my symptoms and for what my body was doing for me yeah. even in the thick of it and I think that's important too I, I talk to my clients as well about you got to pick up your message mm -hmm. your body's trying to give you a message so when you pick up the message you shift things for yourself you shift things Absolutely. in your body it's like okay now the unconscious mind can actually start doing other things because you've got the message now. So I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. Um, I love that people are getting more connected to their bodies. We're seeing a lot more of the somatic work happening. Mm -hmm. I know the work that I do is rooted in, in the body and how we hold things in the body. I would yeah. just like to ask a question about moving into a higher frequency. So elevating that hurts level for yourself um how do you stay rooted in that because I know like there's a lot of times you're you're sort of bumping along in life you're working really hard on pulling yourself up and moving yourself to that sort of new quantum area but then something happens <laughs> because life happens right something happens yeah. and you get blindsided you know perhaps you're really suffering emotionally because of what someone said to you and it's just open something up in you and you're automatically you can feel yourself how you're pulled back down but how do you get yourself back up again because you can get stuck there right so um what could the quantum field or energy work do to help you when you get blindsided or slapped back into your old way of being how could you use that to help you lift yourself back up again you just have to return to this state of wonder and awe just be like what could this scenario be providing for me right and when you don't if when you learn not to take things personally mm -hmm. in your life and you just see things for what they are and then you can extract the goodness out of it it makes it a lot easier to move yeah. through even if it was a heartbreaking experience um there is a lesson in every single experience out there. Mm -hmm. And um, it's the, the ability for you to surrender to that experience mm -hmm. makes that process of moving through it a lot faster. Hey, I've That's done it. I have been the resistance many, many times. That resistance I, is awful. Yeah, you'll do this work. You'll be like, you know, up here on cloud nine. You're like, nothing is ever shaking me. Yeah. And then, you know, the next day you get this terrible news and you're like, whoosh, I just went back like, you know, five months. Exactly. But that is the incredible power of the body to show you where you still have work to do. Yes, you I love that. You still have work to do. Yeah. You can't just 
um, you know, do your check boxes and expect that things are going to be hunky dory for the rest of your life. It's not true. We're always going to be up and susceptible to these challenges, but it's the ability and the knowing in that communication with your mind and body and the awareness of it that allows you to move through things quicker mm -hmm. uh, and just be comfortable with it. I mean, we can erase fear from the world. Like I would love to do that if I had a big eraser, just erase your way, yeah, you know, nothing's happening. <laughs> That's like super scary. This is just these cool flesh suits that we came in have cool notification sounds that look like symptoms. Yeah. And we just got to be able to listen to them um, and not maybe run to the Google every time something happens. <laughs> that can be very, <laughs> very difficult, can't it? Yeah. Get yourself worked into a much bigger fate of, oh. state of fear when yeah. you're reading all this stuff, uh, because a lot of it is fear-based stuff out there, right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's important to recognize when you're going into fear as well. Yeah. Right. So that you can go, oh, yeah, this is so awareness is really key for that. So I'm in fear right now. How am I going to get myself? How am I going to bridge myself to something better feeling? Right. Mm -hmm. so I love your advice that if you get knocked back into something that's old or a feeling you thought you were beyond, there's work to be done there. So mm -hmm. it's your opportunity to go in and explore what yes. is this coming up for now? Why is this wound opening up for me? And and then you can just allow it to move through you a lot faster, right? I Which love is it. Great. And then then before you know it, the next time you get a blind side, you're just going, oh, whatever, and you're bounced <laughs> right back, right? Takes practice. Oh, it does. It does. It's a muscle that we're not used to using. Exactly. And in this culture of sensitivity and carefulness, and we can't say anything to hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. that that muscle has gotten weak and weak and weak and it's more atrophied than it ever has been the resiliency that is required to be um, on a self-healing journey is that of which most people will never come to know unless they've been through it so um just know that you are so strong and this if this is happening for you it's because you can move through it <laughs> it's exactly it's a possibility to move through it it doesn't have to be this sad um fearful story you don't have to be stuck there and i think it's important to recognize too like i know folks will say oh why am i going through this again it's like okay because there's still something in here that you need to fix, understand, learn from before you can totally let it go. So that's the important thing is yeah. there's still something activated in here that I need to know and understand in order to let go of it. So that's an important thing is um, what do I need to know? And then you can move on. Yeah. Right. And, and, and that's it. And I, you know, in my work with my clients, I just try and give them the tools to do that on their own. Right. They don't need me. They don't need my equipment. You just needed somebody to remind you that you have it already within you. That's and right. then it's in their responsibility because I can't heal anybody else. And only yes. my body can heal me. So mm -hmm. um, it's never to be understood that I can heal or cure anybody. That's not the case. It's only that the body can heal itself. But when we give the body um the tools and the the knowingness around what it's asking for you know the sky's your limit right yeah. and so your focus is 
really with the physical body doing all those different levels of healing with the physical body. Um, would you say that in your experience that if people are dealing with emotional health issues, depression, yeah. anxiety, that there is a component in the body, they just might not be aware of it. Is there always a link? Yes. Is that your experience? Okay. Thank you. Always. Yes. Always, always something in the body. Yeah. And in, I would say, um, you know, I work on with beliefs a lot. So there's mm -hmm. a huge emotional um, component to my work. But then I do give them the physical tools that are, um, you know, easy and um, able to implement to give you the changes. Right. Um, but then you've got to do that emotional work too. So it's really a big combination of those two things for me mm -hmm. because of what I learned in my first year of practice is that I would try and give people just the physical and some of them would be super good and diligent and got the results, but the people who didn't were just missing this big emotional aspect. And I know it's such a treacherous place for people to go. Sometimes they hold their emotions so tightly to them. They don't want to let mm -hmm. anybody in there. They don't want to see their darkness, um, but it's required. It's yeah. so required. Because it, it feels bad, but you know yeah. what? The only way through it is the only way to get rid of it is to move, let it allow it to move through you. Yeah. Unfortunately, it, it, that's how feelings work. Exactly. Right? You could be um, eating the cleanest food ever. You could be um, moving your body every day so diligently. You could be doing all the things perfectly, quote unquote, whatever perfect is for that mm -hmm. person. But if they didn't address the emotions and the and the underlying factors to it all, they're missing something, you know? Yeah. There's still going to be something to work on at the end of the day. So I try and take those two components, the emotion and the physical, and intertwine them and then, you know, create help that's individualized for the person in front of me. Right. That's great. Wow. Impressive. Impressive. <laughs> I mean, I'm so impressed with you and what you've created to help other people heal. And so if you could sum up what you do and, and if you had a message for the world, message to, to the people out there, uh, if the thing sort of that you want people to know about where they are, what you do, or even where we're going collectively, what yeah. would that message be? Um, if you're going through any type of block healing, um, emotions right now that are heavy, or you're being impacted about what's happening with the world, uh, oftentimes this is a time for a perspective shift to see the mug from a different angle, Right. you know, it's time to take a different lens to what you're looking at and find the brighter side of it. There is always one, you just haven't been looking for it yet. Mm. Um, and what I notice collectively in this theme is that, you know, if you look at the past three years, there has been eruption of just the garbage. Yeah, there's been a lot going on in this planet, hasn't a there? A lot going yeah. on, but this is part of the healing. So it if is. you can look at the state of the world and say, that this is healing because things are coming to the surface to be detoxed and purged because they have to, because the truth is trying to get out. Yes. Um, it's all of 
bigger understanding of what's happening within each of us collectively. Mm. And I know that there are some very special, talented people out there that tap into these messages and bring them out to the collective. So if you ever need some inspiration to go and listen to that, because it's Mm -hmm. very uplifting when you can find the beauty in what humanity is experiencing right now. And also it's very connected feeling when you feel like you're not alone in it. So that's what I would say. Never alone. That's the thing, right? Never never alone. I love what you said about sort of the eruption of stuff that's going on has to come up to the surface to come out. So the truth can come up. It's the same with your own healing Mm -hmm. emotionally and physically. It has to erupt. Sometimes it erupts in ways that are really uncomfortable and unpleasant. (laughs) You know, thank you very much body and unconscious mind, but you're being sort of pushed into something because you're not getting there on your own fast enough. Right. And 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 so up it comes. Yeah. And and that's what the number one thing I do is I try and make people feel comfortable in their body again. Yeah. And um and then give them the guide and the help to to get on that path because I know how it feels when you're uncomfortable in your body. It sucks. Well, you're definitely needed in this world. So thank you so much. So if anybody wants to get in touch with Melissa Johannes to experience her hurts health or find out more about the wonderful things that she's doing, you can um, get in touch with her at H-E-R-T-Z-H-E-A-L-T-H dot C-A, hurtshealth.ca. Um, wonderful. And um, I'm just going to just put me here into gallery there. I'm there I am full screen. Uh, So I just want to thank you so much, Melissa, for being here with me today. If there's anything else that you would like to impart before we close off the podcast, now's your opportunity. If we've, if there's something you really feel you need to say, or if you've covered everything, that's okay too, whatever works for you. Um, I wouldn't, you know, I, my number one message is for people that they can heal by themselves. So if you want to learn a little bit more about me and how I did that on my website, you can scroll down to my newsletter. And I am just starting to open up about my own personal healing experience and give you the ability to just see the intricate details that are required for it Um, because I think that even in this healing community everything looks joyful and bliss but really nobody saw the (laughs) darkness that I had to come through to get to where I am now so I'm taking it out of my heart and my time to share that with people so they too don't feel so lonely on this journey. So if you want to do that, sign up for my newsletter. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram or friend me on Facebook. And I'm always trying to put out content to support your healing. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was going to ask you one last question, but apparently I'm not now because I can't remember what I was going to ask you. So I just want to thank you so much for being here. And oh, I, I now I remembered. I knew if I move on, it comes, pops in, right? Do yeah. you work online or do you do online work? So that's important for folks yes. be, because we aren't always in the same geography. Yes, I do online work too. Yes. So that's great. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Yes. So uh, you can reach out to Melissa and uh, set up an online session with her as well. So there's no geograph- geographic limitations for your healing, which is awesome. 
So I just want to thank all of our listeners too for listening in and um, getting some wonderful insights about uh, Hertz Health and frequency and beliefs and quantum healing. It's been so much fun. And I would like to just encourage you all to focus on where you are, pay attention to how you feel, pay attention to your bodies, right? Ask yourself, what do I believe about that? Um, and I'm also very happy to let everybody know that uh, my book, Radical Self-Love, Live a Vibrant Life Beyond Fear and Limitation, is now available in audio, audio, audio format, if I can say it. Uh, I'm, I'm out on Audible now on Amazon. So there's three ways to get all of the great tools and the inspirational stories. Uh, you can get a paperback, a digital, or now you can listen in about five and a half hours long. Um, it's been such a fun project. So you can sort of get yourself back to your bliss, clear out all the things you need to clear out. Um, awesome. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me through my website, elementalbalance.ca or radicalselflovebook.com. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. And we will be back with you next month to talk about other ways to get from separation to oneness. It's been such a fun, fun day today. Thanks again, Melissa. We'll chat soon.